Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. This is Survivor Episode 9. We have one crazy evening challenge at hand another player makes a name for herself and most of the girls come out on top stay tuned you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin what's up everybody thanks for joining us on this beautiful wednesday night it is survivor wednesday white rice wednesday the best day of the week i love that one we've never used that before i think we've used it i like that one (laughs) it's a good one white rice wednesday we haven't seen too much white rice like them eating too much white rice this time i don't want to see any white rice because i'm not able to eat white rice right now so i don't want to be teased about it all right all right no right white rice rusty it's a tongue twister we have another tongue twister tonight which is the title of this episode this the sea slug slugger (laughs) which we will talk about with the crazy eating challenge we saw tonight you guys this is survivor episode nine on after bus tv thank you so much for joining us tonight i'm your host Paige bonanno and i am timothy michael unfortunately james is not here tonight is sick tonight but he is going to try to be joining in on the live chat which would be great so make sure you guys interact with him yeah unless (laughs) unless he fell asleep he's a little sick um but you guys this was a great episode um the sea slug slugger. We saw some craziness. What were your overall thoughts of the episode? I was excited about this episode because it kind of kept me on my toes because it was initial foreshadowing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I know that we've criticized Survivor in the beginning for giving us a little bit too mm-hmm. much foreshadowing um, with focusing on key players who were going to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of being able to predict who's going to go home. And yeah. they haven't been doing that this season. So I like that because we all thought... And we'll talk about it, mm-hmm. that the four core alliance was going to break up. Right. And that didn't happen. Yeah. So They teased that very well. They did, right. So they they are doing a better job at throwing us off. Mm-hmm. So I liked this episode because it kept me on my toes. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. Um, let us know what you guys think. And I guess we can... So, so the kind of topics that we're going to get into just uh, quickly is like the eating challenge. Obviously, we haven't seen one of those in a long time, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw another player that just made a really good name for herself in a few different ways, which yes. I thought was great. And um, someone that we weren't sure was going to get voted off got voted off. I yeah. didn't see it coming. Um, so I guess we can just say right away who got voted off because, you know, it's easier for you guys as viewers too. So Libby was off tonight. Yep. Um, and I want to, first of all, go back to last episode just briefly yes. um, because there's two things I kind of wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So first... I. Libby, it seems like she still doesn't know who voted for her last episode, right. which was Angela and Desiree. Yes. And I'm wondering, how does Libby not know who voted for her? Which I'm glad that you brought up because it obviously just flowed into this episode. Yes. I wanted Libby to be a little bit more proactive in finding out who voted for her. And like we critiqued last episode, we missed them going back after Tribal to the camp. Like, they haven't been doing that lately. And they did it this episode. Right. And Libby was still, like, on the low talking about, who voted for me? I don't know. And I'm like, girl, just Stand ask. up right. and say, who voted for me? I feel like they would have more respect for her, especially Angela, mm-hmm. if she would have stood up and said, okay, who voted for me and why? Yeah. Well, we actually saw later on when when they were talking at the... Um, the feast. The, the feast, Mexican feast. That Angela was like, well, I'm sure your name was just kind of like an easy vote. So... 
Libby still doesn't know that Angela voted for her. But here, here's what I figured out as we were going on. I was like, first of all, how does she not know? But second of all, uh, Chris didn't have a vote last week. No. So she probably thinks that one of the votes was Chris. Oh. But is she, she still doesn't know who the other vote is. Right. And she's never tried to find out. So maybe she really doesn't think that Angela voted for her, which I don't think she does. Right. But and isn't she wondering who's the other person? Right. And let's just clarify for a minute. Yes, Libby might have had her name written down last episode. Mm-hmm. And she might have had her name written down this episode, but she wasn't the target. She wasn't going to go home right. if Michael hadn't played an idol. So, yes, people are writing her name down, mostly the girls, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about. But she wasn't the intended target for tonight. That's true. And, and same as last week. Like, she yeah. hasn't been the intended target, but... But I, I mean, could she see, was, yeah. But I could see why she is annoyed that her mm-hmm. name's being written out. Because once you're a target, like they said at Tribal tonight, it's really hard to get that off of your back. But like you said, I don't think that she did a good enough job of uh, trying to figure out why she's a target or trying to really reverse it. I think she was just kind of like trusting people and going along with that instead of really being proactive which, and trying to make her own alliance or trying to make something else. Which is why I'm glad that Jeff in the in the end kind of brought up the that whole coattail rider yeah. kind of situation, which we'll once again talk about. I just felt like Libby was using that. I feel like a lot of players this episode, this season are using that. And I feel like Libby was one of them. So I'm really not that upset to see her go. Yeah, overall, I said that as we were watching. I was like, you know, I wouldn't really be mad if Libby went home tonight. Because I think she's... I think she's strong and she's like a a nice player to watch, but I don't think that she really did anything to like up her game that made her stand out to me. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen anything in the live chat yet, but are people saying anything about how they feel Libby's gameplay was? Well, everybody, some people said that they they saw Libby going home. Some people said that it was a nail biter. Somebody, Mm -hmm. Rihanna B in the chat said, Angela's the new Chaos Cast. And Chaos Cast was one of my favorite players. So, um, was Rihanna B. I do like that uh, kind (laughs) of similarity um, point of view. Um, Everybody thought that was afraid that Wendell was going to go home tonight. I was afraid that Wendell. And was I know go home. you were. That's yeah. why I brought it up. I said that right at the beginning. I said it. I think I said I think it's going to be Wendell, and then I kind of got changed, and I thought it might be Michael. Um, but also, Libby said tonight that everybody thinks that her and Michael are a power couple, and it's interesting to me because I mean we've talked about this before. I saw like a bunch of Instagram posts of them. Like it, it seems like they're dating, but. That was not shown on the show at no. all. And I will say, like, when we've watched so many people that are, like, clearly power couples and it's so annoying. Like, even when we watched, uh, I think it was Millennials versus Gen X, and it was, or, yeah, when Figgy was on it. I don't oh, know if that was Figgy Millennials. and, it was Figgy um, and whatever the guy that guy's was a name skier. was. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, snowboarder, snowboarder, sorry. Yeah, something with a J. But <laughs> they were a, a power couple, and you saw her flirting with him on the beach all the mm-hmm. time. Like, that totally consumed her game. I have not seen Libby and Michael really even talk once. I think maybe because we just had the merge. And maybe mm-hmm. they get together, like, at Ponderosa or something. That's true. We but, don't know. But, but, but the thing is, is people were saying they're a power couple, mm-hmm. and I don't think we've ever once really seen them interact. But I think that's what I like about Survivor versus Big Brother, and I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it because they are on the same networks, and they, they kind of are similar shows, and they're is this whole debate about which one's better, Survivor or Big Brother. Obviously, I'm a Survivor fan. Right. But I felt like Big Brother, they like to um, kind of like advertise and, mm-hmm. and and kind of show us the showmances a lot. Obviously, it's a 24-hour, mm-hmm. 24-7 show. It's just like Survivor right. is. But I felt like Survivor is more gameplay. Yeah. And they don't really care about showmances. So when somebody's in a showmance, if it's not like blatantly flirting or blatantly mm-hmm. on the show, they're not going to show it because they have so much other stuff to edit in. True, true. Yeah, that's a great point, too. Um, and so the other thing that I mentioned earlier that I wanted to just talk about last episode was... Figgy and Jay. Bria Carter, oh, thank you for that in oh, the chat. <laughs> God, gag me. But um, <laughs> I thought, okay, first of all, I, I feel like I like Chris so much more now that he's not playing anymore. Like, from what I've seen of him last week, I just oh, think... Oh, sorry, yeah. correction. Rihanna B. has some little facts. Figgy and Taylor. 
Oh, Taylor. Yeah, Jay was, was his Taylor. other friend. Yes, Jay yeah, was the Jay other. Was he was like friend. the third wheel friend. Yeah, yeah, the third yes. wheel. I liked Jay better than Taylor for sure. Yes. Um, but I thought that. So I like Chris a lot more now that he's on the jury. I, I just saw a lot from him last week. Some, some past <laughs> How interviews. You say that you like him more on the jury. You haven't even. He hasn't even said anything. You know why? You just don't like him in the game. I don't like him in the game. Okay. And you know why? I, okay, so <laughs> that's totally true. But from like the interviews I've seen from from him since, mm-hmm. and like just like I, I I felt like I got more like more sense of his personality throughout this past week now that he's been voted off and he can talk about it. I feel like he's actually like a pretty good guy. And I just loved his rap that he did at Ponderosa, obviously. Um, <laughs> but but the thing that I wanted, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think that, I didn't bring this up last week, was that when Chris left, he stood up and gave Dom a nice firm handshake and said, good game, man. Like he understands that this is a game. Yes. And same goes for Dom is why I really like Dom. And I think that he's a really strong player is because we saw, he, like when we went back to camp, he mm. says, you know what, I'm a little concerned about the performance that I just had because I don't want people to, you know, see me as this type of person. So I think I'm going to sit back for the next couple of weeks and call and not call the shots. And he said, I have mad respect for Chris. Like, I just think that they really, they both were at it the whole game, yeah. but they're good guys. I think you could definitely see when they're not at each other's throats yeah. that they are good guys. Yeah. So I get I get your point. And once again, I'm just going to bring it back to the fact that I like it when they show us what happens yeah. after Tribal because this just shows how smart Dom is mm-hmm. for being, for acknowledging like, yeah. I need to be humble. Like, he might want to brag his butt off but he's not going to because yeah. he understands that this is still a game if I come off cocky then they might not like me and I might be written down next right and I said like he said I, I mean I think when stuff like that happens most people probably 98% of people on Survivor let that get to their heads and then they keep going with it like we saw even with Jacob episode number one like yeah. once one thing happened he ran with it and then people couldn't stand him like mm-hmm. I feel like Dom is such a smart strategic player like he knows when to turn it up and he knows when to dial it back yes which I'm sorry, which I'm glad mm-hmm. he is on my fantasy team <laughs> yeah Dom for nights great. like this <laughs> I, I like I, I'm actually genuinely curious like how far like how far do you think he's gonna go do you think he can make it to the end or do you think it's gonna going to be a point where people are like you know what? we got to get you out i think that because everybody loves the merge because like i said in uh, maybe two episodes ago you can really see players mm-hmm. you know up their games because it is the merge everybody has to start playing for themselves yeah. and i feel like like you said angela really made a name for herself mm-hmm. in this episode and i think that's just going to continue to happen so yes i think that dom can make it to the end but i still don't know a lot of these other players that might make a name for themselves right. yeah i still feel like i don't really know chelsea or desiree on like a deeper level yet right yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, quick question in the chat yeah. from Sheena123. She said, Paige, she knows that Michael is your favorite player. Uh, but after tonight, is Wendell one of your... Uh, your... Oh, Wendell was my first fantasy draft but pick, he, wasn't he? But does he pick... Or was does he, he play second? over... Okay, the thing about Michael is, like, <laughs> I think... my I love Michael so much because I just think he's beautiful, gorgeous, sexy man but like i i don't necessarily care if michael wins survivor or not okay. i just i just like he's my love interest okay you know what i mean Got it. i have like my different players that i think are like my strategic strong players that i want to win and i have my other like love interest players that's funny because wendell is on your fantasy draft but michael is on mine so it's oh. like that, that little feud of, of pages love interest yeah right <laughs> i actually picked wendell first because jeff said that he picked wendell as a as a player to win that's right yeah, That's so right. and and he's been doing a really good job too. Speaking of Wendell, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about this back to the episode. Wendell was making a kitchen tonight. He was what? <laughs> making a kitchen tonight. What do you mean making a kitchen? He was making a kitchen in the episode after the next day after they talked about what, what happened back at Tribal. I didn't see. They said, "Oh, Wendell's over there making a kitchen cuz he's literally building a kitchen for them at, at camp." How? I, he's a furniture designer. <laughs> 
I think that's brilliant. Why did I miss that part? I don't know why you missed that part either. That's but so funny. All I, I know love is somebody's in the kitchen, and I was like, "Where?" Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Wendell, so he's right now in his alliance with well, what he thinks is totally strong, and I mean, maybe it was we saw later, but Wendell, Dom, Laurel, and Donathan, like that's their core alliance, and. Wendell All Night is saying, this is the core four. We are going to the final four. And the thing that I always find so funny about Survivor, and it never fails, mm-hmm. is that every time after the merge, you have those three, four people that are always together, and they always say, this is the final four. We are, are going to the final four together. I'm like, when are you guys going to stop saying that? Like, <laughs> you can't call that out right now. I think what I love about this final four, though, and mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying, like, it's too early to predict that this is your final four because you never know what can happen but i like this final four i think it's such an odd bunch to put together like wendell dom donathan and laurel like i just think it's such a good alliance i just don't see it lasting at all like no matter how strong they say they are i think laurel's gonna fl- like flip on them or if not donathan might try to make a big move like i do not see laurel staying with them we, we saw tonight that she was paranoid and and she seemed a little flippity floppity with him i think so too but she mm-hmm. still stayed true to her alliance though because they all she still did. did vote for michael but her and donathan both were talking about maybe switching they both were like well maybe we can stay for one more vote and I- then get out of it like it's not the core four i think what's going to happen and maybe we can talk about it in predictions mm-hmm. but I'm going to say it now anyway mm-hmm. is that everybody realizes that you have to make a move now and after Michael yeah. made his big move tonight I think Laurel is going to be like you know what I need to start I yeah. need to make a big move too. Yeah. so I think I think you're right I think that she's probably going to be the first to jump ship on that and you know what she has a lot of information now because Dom or Wendell told her about A. Dom's idol and B. his own idol yes. and we saw like Laurel I don't think she trusts Wendell because she says oh, why are you lying to me right now? Why are you lying to me that you have the idol? And he's like, I'm not lying to you. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you have told me before? Like, I don't think that she fully trusts him. And I think that she she said tonight, I can only trust him to an extent. Right. When Wendell wants to be with Laura 100%. And like, I under- he's in on that. Right. And I understand why he would... Mm-hmm want to be with Laurel 100%, but I don't necessarily agree with the fact that he's giving up everybody else's secrets because he wants to be with her 100%. And I get that he might have been doing it for the four lines in But general. what is everybody else's secrets? Dom's idol? Well, Dom has an idol. Yeah. Dom faked the last idol, and now he's telling her that she he, he's just giving up too much. Yeah. And now she's thinking about jumping ship. And But I get where he's at only because, like, he... I mean, I think he should be more cautious of Laurel, but mm-hmm. he's not. Like, he does think it's four strong, and he's kind of... Like, I'd be interested... I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't go tell Dom, hey, I told Laurel about your idol. Right. But, yeah, why does he think that he can be, like, going and telling that? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I do think he, like... I think he'd rather work with Laurel than Dom, even, really. I would rather work with Laurel than Dom, because I like I like Laurel. I, and I'm jealous that she's on James's fantasy mm-hmm. draft, because I do think that she can go really far in this game. Yeah, I, I just, like, there's something about her that's still got me on the edge of my seat a little bit. Like, I'm not sure what that is. I th- maybe it's because maybe it's because she's such a good player yeah. and she's a threat. Or maybe it's because, like, I've kind of seen how she is with Wendell. But I I don't know. I don't know. There's something that I'm not, like, fully there yet. It's funny that we're talking about this because Royal15 in the chat says Wendell needs to get rid of Laurel to further his game, which I, th- I just think is funny because Laurel might be thinking the same yeah. thing. And I don't know. Do you think that if, if Wendell tried to go... I don't know. I don't think. I don't that, know if Wendell could really get that far. I don't think that Wendell would even want to try to go after Laurel unless she backstabs him in a way because yeah. he really does like her. Yeah, but and the thing is, is like I think people like and trust Laurel more than they do Wendell. Like I think if you were to ask anybody, regardless of like alliances right now, if you were to ask any of them, they would go for Wendell first. Yes, 
But they're both very strong, as we saw in, in the reward tonight. Yes, and before we get to the reward yeah. tonight, because they had a lot of fun. And yeah. if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our very own AfterBuzz TV founder, Maria Menounos, and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career relationships, finance and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free and be sure to rate and comment and when you do let Maria know that it was her Survivor panel that sent you to her because we get the credit and Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition drops every Friday like I said. Check it out you guys. They've got tons of great people on there. If you're looking for a podcast to to listen to on your way to work at the mm-hmm. gym, download it. Definitely. Check yeah. it out you guys. Yeah. Great. Great uh, little little thing there. Yes, now I let's get that. into the challenge. The reward challenge, which was great. We saw the slingshots with the sandbags, hitting the targets. I mean, we saw so many strong players tonight. And also um, some different tactics than I might have used. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, so we had two teams and they did a schoolyard pick. They had captains, which I was a little annoyed that we didn't see who the captains were. Agreed. Because that's a big deal, mm-hmm. actually, to find out who's picking who and why. So anyways, on team one, we have Dom, Kellen, Jenna, Seb, Dez, and Michael. And then on team two, we have Angela, Laurel, Wendell, Libby, Chelsea, and Donovan. Yes. So the only thing I really saw was like instantly Dom and Wendell separated. Well, the one thing that I saw mm-hmm. instantly was Purple oh. definitely has a disadvantage. Oh, because yeah. Because it's literally all girls and then Wendell and, and then we Donovan. Dominic, Sebastian, and Mike all on one team. It Michael. was a very strong team. Very strong team. Um, so Dom and Wendell right off the gate. I mean, they're, they both hit their targets right away. Laurel, too, instantly. Yep. And so... So here was kind of how it was, was like, if you shot, Mm -hmm. you could either, everybody had to shoot at least once. So like, you could shoot and miss and run back, or you could keep shooting. But the thing that I found interesting was like, some of the players, they just shot once and then just went back right away, which I kind of understand Mm -hmm. because you had to get through everybody first before you could have the strong players go again. And then once you go once, like you're done. You don't have to go again if you don't want at all. But I feel like... At least shoot two times, three times. Like, you're already there. It's taking more time to, like, run back. What if you would have hit another one? I think they were underestimating the challenge. Like, oh, it's a slingshot. You just shoot sandbags out of it. At it. But I think what they failed to realize is pulling back that sandbag, mm-hmm. that, that slingshot, I mean, with the sandbag, takes a lot of strength. Heavy. And once you do that once, and it goes so short, you're yeah. like, I don't think that I'm going to be able to make it all the way over there. Then why waste time? But like, I think that you should... Okay, once you did it one time, you yeah. kind of have a little bit more of a gauge on how... Just try it one more time. Yes. All I'm saying is twice. Do no. it twice. If I was there, I definitely would have tried it one more time because I'm one of those people that's very competitive. Yes. And I want to try... I want to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And if I can't be able to do it, at least I tried more than once. So yes. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, it could have hurt them because what if somebody who wasn't able to do mm-hmm. it and they kept shooting and kept yeah. shooting and kept shooting and you're literally wasting all of this time... But, but think about this. Like, when Sebastian went, he shot once... Uh, it was either once or maybe it was twice. But then they were like, Sebastian, come back. And he he ran back. Like, he wanted to shoot again. But then yeah. they were like, everybody was like, Sebastian, come back, come back. And he was like, ah, oh. Like, he's a team player. He will do what the team wants. But he wanted to shoot again. And he probably could have made it. He's one of the stronger people. Why wouldn't he have just stayed? Well, it's funny because he was one of the only ones that was missing because he was going too high. Like, right. he could get the he distance. Could get there. He was just missing on the aim. Whereas everybody else, maybe on Wendell's team, the yeah. purple team, they were going too low. They weren't even getting close to the target. Right. So, 
I think that he just wanted to go with the majority of what his team was saying. Yeah. Otherwise, they might have thought that he wasn't listening to them and that yeah. would have just put a target on his back. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's a really good team player because yeah. you could tell he wanted to go again, but he just kind of went along with what the team wanted. Sheena123 also says, I wish Sebastian stepped up and pulled uh, in Jenna, Libby, and Michael and Chelsea and made a big move in the end. Mm. So Sebastian, I felt like, has a lot of faults in this episode. Yeah. Because he... He, I think he has a lot of game to play, and he's not. Because he's worried about his team. He's worried about what everybody else is doing and not himself, and I think that could fault him in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, Wendell and Laurel really came through on this challenge. Even yeah. Laurel at the end was getting fatigued, and Wendell's like, I'm ready for this. Like, he's <laughs> strong. He's in it. Also, he was the only one not wearing shoes. We have this discussion sometimes. Shoes Always. or no shoes. Everybody else was wearing shoes except for Wendell. What would you have done in this challenge? Um, I probably would have wore shoes. Me too. Just because of mm-hmm. the, the floating platform, I would have thought maybe the shoes would have given me more balance instead of like wet skin on wood. And Wendell seemed like he was kind of slipping around on it. But yeah. I always go like no shoes generally when we talk about these, I think. When it's a balancing. But, but it's, it's shoes for me tonight. Easy. Yeah. When it's a balancing or when you have to use your feet a lot, yeah. I feel like no shoes helps just because you can, I don't know. Kind of grip more. Yeah. And, like you yeah. can use your toes like a monkey, something. Yeah. I don't know. But with something like this I would I honestly I would just be worried that I would stub my toe so I just like running and stuff like that I would just probably put on shoes yeah same (laughs) let us know what you guys would do um but then they have to pick one person to go to Ghost Island and we've seen a lot where they don't pick anything unanimously obviously at this point they're still kind of divided so I don't think even throwing somebody's name out there is a good idea yeah so they went to rocks and Jenna got um the ghost island rocks so there she goes it's funny I want to talk about that really quick Mm -hmm. just because in the past they said I don't know I don't remember exactly who said I think it was Chelsea who said we don't want to take chances on who goes to ghost island so we're gonna send Kellen that was that was when Kellen got picked twice and in this instance they didn't pick Kellen again and I thought that they were because of their other their old reasoning of we don't want to send too many people to Ghost Island. And James broke it down for us, and I kind of agree with him after the whole fact, was that you don't want everybody to have all of these chances to get an advantage. And Kellen's right. already been there twice. Well, so because, yeah, we don't her? know what Kellen has. Right. She could have two immunity idols. Right. So why not send her again? So I was surprised that they went to Rocks. Oh, see, I'm, I'm saying the different way. Like, if they already sent... So Kellen's already went twice. Mm-hmm. She could have two immunity idols. Why send her again? To give her another chance and an advantage, yeah. another chance to meet idol. Nobody knows what she has. Right. So you're giving Kellen a million chances, and she could have advantage after advantage after advantage. I would probably send somebody else at that point. That's true, but at least you can know you can target one person, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. But why and haven't you... they been targeted? Oh, well, she had immunity last week. Yeah. I don't know. They should have targeted her tonight, then. People in the chat, Thomas McGee and Bria Carter, also would have worn shoes on this challenge. Oh, mm-hmm. Just because we... Wanted an answer for that. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so I think the consensus is wear, wear shoes, wear shoes. But with Ghost Island, I, I mean, sorry, yeah, with, yeah. In terms of Ghost Island, I, yeah, I thought they were going to pick Helen to go. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really think about that. But um, when Jenna gets there, she doesn't play a game, and we kind of saw that she was so like, all right, I'm ready. Like I'm going to have an optimistic attitude, even though she didn't seem optimistic, and I didn't think it was going to be good for her. Um, but she said, like, she's upset. She's like, what's the point in this if there's no game? And we, this is the same conversation that we had either last week or the week before was, why aren't we playing games at Ghost Island? What is the point of them going and sitting yeah. there like, give us something? Yeah. No, I agree. I think that once the merge hit, there should be no more. No game played for you today. I felt like, I felt the same as Jenna. I was like, I'm a little frustrated that once again, we go to Ghost Island. Like, why, if you have so much other stuff to edit, mm-hmm. why are you showing us something that's not even going to happen? It's so pointless. Yeah, I don't ever think there should have been a time, even though, though now we're at the merge and maybe they should change it. I don't think there ever should have been a time where they didn't play games at Ghost Island because... 
even when you play the game, you have a chance, a 50-50 shot of getting it or not getting right. it. You still might not get it. Right. And then it also keeps us on our toes and makes us anxious of like, oh, are they going to get it or not? But right. when it's, a, it's an automatic, like, no, you're not playing. It's like, what? Why? Yeah. Why do we waste three minutes of, of airtime for this? That's a definite gripe I have with Survivor this season. I think that could have been done better. Yes. Um, if you notice, there are only seven urns left. So they are going to keep, I'm pretty sure there's only nine players left. So I'm guessing that they're going to keep until, this going until the very end. Until like four people are yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. That would be bad for that one person that goes, like, <laughs> if there's four people left. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what if the last three are, like, you can play? Or something different? What if they split, switch they up at the end? They better do something good for the end something. of that. Come on. I know. Something. Um, Royal15 in the um, chat says, what could be the next Ghost Island advantage? Because all they've really done was hidden immunity idols. idols or... Legacy advantage, which was an idol. Or legacy advantage, yeah. I don't know what else they could possibly... We, we talked about stealing a vote or blocking a vote. Having... Oh, yeah. Well, having Chris two lost votes. his vote. Yeah. Well, that's only when you do something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly don't think they're going to spice it up th- that much at this point. Because yeah. they, they showed us that they haven't really done too much. I need them to switch it up, though. They overall. need to switch it they up. They need to switch it up. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Angela just stirs the heck out of the pot tonight. Yes. So that's who, you know, at the beginning we mentioned, you know, someone really made a name for this stuff. And I felt like I really got to know Angela mm-hmm. tonight, or yeah, tonight as a person. We saw more about her military background, more about who she is. Like, she she kind of just came out of her shell. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. I I liked Angela from the beginning. But once again, she's been one of those players that's been kind of mm-hmm. floating under the radar. Um, yeah. Maybe not to s- stir sh- stuff up too much. But I felt like after Chris was voted off, her, like, right-hand man, mm-hmm. she was like, you know what? I'm going just, like, I'm going all ham. the way to the... Exactly. <laughs> she's going, I'm going all the way to the wall. Like, I need to make... A name for myself. Yeah. And I felt like she didn't do anything crazy this episode to put like a huge target on her back, but she definitely made a name for herself. Because I think she was smart about it when she does it. I think she's mm-hmm. very believable. If she came up and told me the things that she was telling everybody else about Michael, mm-hmm. I would have believed it. And look at her plan worked because everybody voted for Michael. Well, I was going to ask you. He didn't like, go home, but. With, with her going around and telling everybody what Michael had told her about targeting, you know, Wendell mm-hmm. and Dom, do you think that her going around and telling everybody could have backfired on her? It absolutely could have. Right. And also, she was already on the bottom. Mm. She was already on the bottom. So th- it was risky, I think, for her. I think I think with, with Survivor, you have to pick and choose when you yeah. want to be loyal. Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, the other players easily could have looked at that and said, oh, Angela's just going around talking stuff about Michael after he just said it. Like, what's stopping her from doing that to us? But I felt like in this instance, she played it correctly where she knew that everybody wanted to pick one person mm-hmm. to target. And, and because at this point, who was she loyal to? Her one ally left. She had Desiree on the vote last week. She really doesn't have anything to lose at this That's point. That's true. Yeah. So I think it was smart of her to do that. Um, I think that she's really, really believable, almost to, like, a scary amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And we've seen, like, her background and stuff. Like, she's very smart, and she can make it very far if she continues on this path, I think. I agree. And that just brings us into the immunity challenge, because yeah. I felt like she even furthered herself in that. Oh, my God. Yeah, she did amazing in that. Well, first of all, she freaking won. Yeah. But second of all... We saw just, I mean, these nasty, crazy things she was eating. And she was just nuts while she was doing it. Like, she got into a mindset mm-hmm. where everybody else was kind of, it was like, for her, it was mind over matter for sure. Yeah. And I think that, like, her ability to kind of bring that out in herself was just insane. But like you said, she's a military girl. So she's yeah. used to putting herself in physical, um, strenuous conditions mm-hmm. and mental strenuous conditions. Like, you, yeah. have to, you have to be on point when you're in the military. So I wasn't surprised that mm-hmm. she did well. I'm glad that she did yeah. well. And Michael, too, did an amazing job. I mean, he was just up there. Yeah. He was, he was really close. Which you kind of called in the beginning before yeah. it started. You said, I think Michael might win. I think he might win. And he got really close. And unfortunately, I said Wendell might win. And he didn't even... I was a little disappointed in Wendell. Yeah, 
what was that? I don't know. Maybe well, it's just squeamish with that I think kind he's of squeamish stuff. because they saw right when it opened when they opened it and showed the eyes before anybody went up. Everybody was a little bit like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, nobody really said anything. And he automatically off the bat was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I think he's probably just squeamish because he looked ready to do it. But the second he touched that eyeball, he just, like, like, no. He just threw it and he was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I'm just glad that they brought this back because it, it just further proves how much I, A, missed the eating yes. thing. But now it just makes me miss other challenges that they've left out, like the auction. Yeah. I miss the auction yes. a lot. So I'm hoping maybe they'll bring that back next year. See, I've, just, I've been waiting for this eating challenge to come back, really. Yeah. And and, uh, okay, first of all, I think I would do an am- amazing at eating mm-hmm. challenges. I think I would do so freaking good at eating <laughs> challenges. I think I would win for sure. Really? Do you think you would do good no. or not? Really? I'm the pickiest eater. I can't even eat mayonnaise or mustard. So so you're Wendell. <laughs> I'm Yes, I'm definitely Wendell. <laughs> See, I don't think I could have shoved that slug down my throat like Angela did. I was going to ask you that. how can your throat that. open that wide? Oh, she got some talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. Like, that's that, that thing was... Thick. It was pretty thick. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to talk about there's it. There's no way. Um, I I don't know. What she did it the first time, I was like, we and you just looked at each other. And then she tried she to just... do it the second time, but she couldn't at that no. point. That's too much. Yeah. I, we just looked at each other and did she just swallow it? But ugh, that was bad. I, and then also, how does she digest that? I don't know. But it was a sea slug and it was massive. Yeah. Um, and the also, other things we saw were the fish eyes, easy. Like, you can just swallow those. You're good. The the three... Apparently, you could just see, swallow sea slugs, yeah. too. Yeah. So. Nothing grossed me out except for the three, like, moving the beetle, beetle larvae larva. that were alive. That one would would stress me out. Yeah. But I really think I would do really well at an eating challenge. Uh, which, I'm, good for you. Yeah. Because I, I, so here's the thing, I wouldn't be like Wendell where I wouldn't attempt it. I yeah. would definitely try yeah. because this is a million dollars. You'd and, be like Livy, a little behind. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But I would be even more mad if I tried all of that. Like Michael, he did all of that and he still lost. Like, so I would be so mad. Like, I literally just put all of this stuff in I my mouth I just ate slugs. Lost. Live slugs. But props to Michael because he went back and said, I just need to say that I, I finished it. Yes. And this just makes me like him even more because he's just one of those people that's re- A, resilient, and B, yes. will never give up. Resilient is a great way to describe mm-hmm. Michael, I yes. think. And yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where he said, I'm never, I'm probably never going to play Survivor again, mm-hmm. given that he's not asked back for a second chance or something, which is so slim, the mm-hmm. chances. And I think that it was great that he really went for it. Me too. I I, I don't know if I would have done the same thing. but I don't know if I would have either. But, but I don't think it. I would have thought about it. Like, he actively <laughs> thinks about that because he yes. wants to you know, try his best at everything, which is great. Yeah. And I don't honestly think that he was doing it for anybody on the team no. either, like trying to show off. I think that he was doing it honestly for himself. Genuinely. Like he said, like this is the first time or last time that I'll ever play Survivor. Yeah. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Why not go all out? God, he's so perfect. I love it. In every way. I love that. Um, so back at camp though, they're thinking about splitting the vote five to four Libby and Michael. Yes. Um, and basically Michael's trying to retaliate and saying like, we can take out one of the, or Malolo can take out any of Navidi if, if one person will just kind of like flip. Because if they're going to vote yes. four to five, yes. it's easier for them to kind of swoop in. But nobody's really having that. And you this know? just disappointed me because when we merged, I thought naive, naively mm-hmm. that it would be the end of the old Navidi, old Malolo. Because it just got, it, it, it A, gets confusing for yeah. us as hosts to kind of keep track of everything. But B, it's also just. You're you're playing literally for yourself now. So let's put the whole Navidi and Malolo aside and think about who is going to take me further mm-hmm. in the game, no matter who they started off with. And not just that it's confusing for us as hosts. I feel like it's confusing for everybody watching unless you literally have a chart in front of you that said who was on what tribe at the beginning. I do not remember <laughs> who was on Navidi and who was on Malolo. Like, I did the first episode because I we wrote it studied down. it and I wrote it. Right. Yeah, but... 
That was so long ago. And then like, after three tri swaps, like, I, yeah. And that's why, you. like, I get why they're saying that, but it's like, can you just tell me the names of the people you're working with? Because that's just a little <laughs> easier for me. I, yeah, I like it also when they show us who they're talking to, right. like in a wide camera shot, because then I could write everybody down, like, okay, then this right. must be who is on the old or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. And so, but we kind of really got to the point where it was like, who can we trust mm-hmm. because of this Malolo Navidi thing? Yes. Where we see that, you know, Don goes up to Livy and he says, you're 100% good. Like, no votes are being cast for you tonight. And mm-hmm. then Donathan goes up to her and tells her, no, it's split. And it's like, who do you believe at that at that point? Who, who would you be believing if you were Livy? I would probably believe Donathan over mm-hmm. Dominic. Just because Dominic is so strong with Wendell. Mm-hmm. And if we see, if they see anything on the island as we see on TV, then mm-hmm. she should know that Wendell... Oh, wait, so that's hard. No, that's hard. Because I was going to say that she knows that Wendell, Dominic, Donathan, and Laurel are all, uh, like, they're all together. But then at the same time, it's Donathan and Dominic who are on the same kind of alliance. And telling both me different go- things. Yes. So then why would I not believe Donathan? Right. Why would I just not look out for myself more? That's hard. And, I mean, th- to be fair, Libby was on the right side of the vote tonight. Mm-hmm. She was. Yes. But <laughs> does she... Th- I'm just wondering, does she think that she's close with the girls? Because all the other girls are close. And she's, like, the only one that's on the out. So does she think that she's close with them? And does she know, like, she should still be thinking about those girls that voted for her last week? No, I agree with you. I think that Libby, once again, failed in an opportunity to kind of not out herself, but Mm -hmm. kind of show that she has, you know, something, like, some kind of, like, mean streak by, not mean streak, Mm -hmm. but just, like, I don't want to say the B word, but, like, something, some cojones, or something (laughs) that states, like, hey, I want to know, tell me, and maybe that would have garnered some respect for her from the other girls, and maybe they wouldn't have kept voting for her. Yeah, constantly. I I mean, I just think that it was a missed opportunity for Libby. Right, definitely. Um, I, I, I'm just... So I, I just wonder where the switch was for Libby when she decided to vote for Michael. Because I just didn't expect that. I don't know, maybe because she said that they were a power couple. Right. I mean, obviously she has to go with what she had to do, but I didn't expect her to be voting for Michael tonight. I wasn't either, especially since we kind of know that they have a showman. And especially since Michael voted for Wendell. Right. Like, why didn't they kind of move to the Wendell side then? I... I... I, I guess, I mean, the only thing that I can think of is they decided to split the votes between... Mm-hmm. Um, Michael and Libby. Mm-hmm. So the girls were supposed to vote for Libby and everybody else was supposed to vote for Michael. That's the only Yeah. That's the only um rhyme or reason that I have for that. I I think Michael voting for Wendell was Yeah. But he, he obviously he obviously was not part of any kind of conversation. No, no conversation. He wasn't even trying to conversate so with other people. So what does that tell us about Michael's else. gameplay then either? Because he's good at challenges and stuff, but we we don't really see Michael going around and just talking gameplay that right. often. And he did it with Angela and then that blew up in his face tonight. Uh, it did uh, but he got lucky because he had an idol right so so the vote was as follows donathan angela sebastian dom jenna wendell and libby all voted for michael so that's all voted for one michael. two three four five six seven people yep. and then laurel does kellen and chelsea all the girls voted for libby so angela and libby were on the same side those are the only girls on the same side but right. now libby's out and then michael was the only one that voted for wendell yes so, I mean, it's just kind of like an interesting vote to me. I mean, I think that they that it went how the tribe wanted it to yeah. go. It was either Michael or Libby. Or Libby, right. And that's what they said. They were going to split the votes just in case. But isn't it interesting that all the girls went to Libby? Like, why did they split the vote that way? Maybe it's just the... I don't know. I think it's it's voluntarily, voluntarily saying, like, hey, right, I'll vote for... Like, the girls do this, you do that. Right. I don't think it's anybody in that 
group mm-hmm. that says you four girls yeah. have to vote for <laughs> yeah. Libby. I think the girls are just voluntarily being like, we'll vote for Libby. Right, right, right. And I don't know if it's like a personal thing. And I don't think that you can go personal with Survivor. No. Because it's a game at the end of the day. And that's why I love so much like about the Chris and Dom thing last week. Like, yes. They hated each other on the island. It's like, good game, man. Like, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but Laurel does make a point at Tribal that mm-hmm. basically if you're in, a, in an alliance yes. and there's five of you, clearly one two or three of you are on the bottom. Yes. So when do you get to the point when you switch over to the other alliance? But also then, are you just on the bottom of that alliance? I was going to say... So really, how can you win? Right. I was going to say, because Kellen just kind of rebuttals that when she says, you know, you can make the jump from orange to purple, but then just just be sure that you're going to be on the bottom of that one unless you've done some really, really great convincing. Exactly. And I don't know if you can when you jump an alliance because then people might just look at you like, wow, if you traded on that alliance... Then you what might you do, do the same us? thing to us, just like it could have backfired for Angela. You talking all this stuff mm-hmm. about Michael, what Michael just told you. Right. How do we know that you're not going to do the same thing to us? And I think that goes along with the the other conversation that was mentioned at Tribal was about, you know, the new Survivor format is all about, you know, making big moves mm-hmm. rather than riding on the coattails. And it's like, when something like that happens, do you try to make a big move and maybe try to do some convincing and move over? Or do you ride on the coattails and just hope for the best? I think that in this season i feel like once again a lot of the players are doing that whole riding the coattail yeah. thing, which is why i'm glad that jeff brought it up yeah because it definitely is a very strategic choice mm-hmm. because there are some players that come into this game and they say you know what i'm gonna go all out mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do what i have to do to to make a name for myself to build up my resume mm-hmm. and then there's some others that say i'm gonna fly under the radar yeah. i'm gonna let the lines eat the other lines as just said yeah and then once we get to the end i can say what i need to say i think you have like to an extent you have to ride on the coattails and until you are presented with an opportunity. Yes. Not always. Like sometimes you should make that opportunity. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the opportunity presents itself to you, maybe not, okay, here it is. But yes. more like you you kind of have a little bit of an option. Like it kind of comes to you a little bit. Then that's when you swoop in and make your big move. Because yeah. then you're not seen as some crazy manipulator that's bouncing around everywhere. But you're also not seeking out a million different opportunities and like trying to yes. do this and that. But, you know, stay stay under the radar a little mm-hmm. bit and then make your moves when they are relevant. Yeah, because the more moves you try to make, the more toes you might have to try to step on and the right. more the less votes you might get in the end. And I think that's where Dom sits right now is he's like, I know that right now I need to sit mm-hmm. back. I know I need to sit back because yes. I've done all this before. So and we didn't see much of him after when we got back. So No, and we thought that he would, you know, be a, a front runner in this challenge. At right. least we were hoping he would be. But that's not the case and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you have anything else that we didn't mention or anything that the live chat called out that we um, should? Well, I do have some shout outs because we have yes. some amazing people in the chat right now. Um, Rihanna B, Sheena123, Warhero99, Eric Olin, our very loyal fan, yeah. uh, Royal15, Thomas McGee, some new names as well. Has Rihanna been um, Rihanna is one of the newer ones. Okay, I don't yes. normally watch the live chat, so uh, uh, neither Welcome. do I. But if yes, you haven't been here for a while. Bria Carter. I don't know if I I said her name. Yeah, um, Bria. Everybody in the chat is just is Mir- James Mirror Domains. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in the chat. So thank you guys. You so guys much. rock. Yeah. You guys like make our our show what it is, and we appreciate all the commentary. Like this is so so much fun chatting with you guys and talking to to you throughout the whole show. And welcome to whoever is new in the chat. We're so happy to have you guys here. Right, yeah. and don't forget iTunes as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and News and gossip? I don't have too much tonight. 
Um, no, I don't think that we have news and gossip. But, but oh, sorry, I almost forgot. Mm-hmm. If you are listening on iTunes, uh, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Um, comment at us on the YouTube chat even after we stop the show because we love reading your comments. You guys yeah. tweet at us. We will give you our Twitter handles at the end of the show um, because we love interacting with our fans. And Definitely. it's you guys who really keep the lights on and keep us here. So right. thank you for that. Absolutely. So then with that, I guess let's get into predictions. Yes, please. <laughs> what do we see in the preview for next week? Uh, Desiree and Laurel going on. Desiree's lost a lot of weight, it seems like. Yes. Yeah, I I wonder, like, I mean, it seemed like they're all fatigued, obviously, but it seems like, I don't know, Desiree looks like the most kind of beaten down to me at this point. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like this whole, because Survivor takes such a toll on your mentality, that people are going to start turning on each other because it's day 23. Like, we're halfway, we're more than halfway there. So I feel like people are going to start turning on each other and I think that's what's going to happen with Desiree and Laurel. Like, they're supposed to be working together, but... I think I forget how long Survivor is sometimes. 39 days? Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. That's over a month? That's five weeks? Like, over five weeks? I mean... It seems like, you know, in like The Bachelor or something, it's about the same time, but it seems so fast because you're falling in love and doing that. But this is like, it seems like it's so short and yeah. then it's so long. They're on an island with no food, no, like nothing right. for over five weeks. Yeah, at least with The Bachelor, you have food and showers. Oh, like, and you're survivor. looking good. Like right. you have everything you need. You have wine, you have cheese. Like you're set. <laughs> that's all, guys, if you didn't yeah. notice, that's all Paige needs to do to survive <laughs> on an island is you're set. wine and cheese. Dude, I would be good. I would, you I would, would be so good. I'd be eating like the snail larva and yeah. stuff. No. You would. Oh my god! You'd be having like your own little mini like eating yeah. challenges in the corner. Yeah. All right, guys. Good luck. <laughs> like I'm just riding on the coattails over here. Like, what's Paige doing? She's eating a snail. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, we got to vote her out tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Well. Oh, did I even say what I predicted for no, next week? No, what do you predict? What do you predict for next week? I feel like okay. One of my predictions, mm-hmm. while you get your thoughts together, is that. Unfortunately, I feel like Old Navidi and Old Malolo are going to go back to their mm-hmm. their core people. I feel like Laurel is going to turn on her her four. I don't know if that'll happen just yet. I because th- Donathan said tonight we need to at least have another vote, which they did. But I think there might be another one because especially if we see Laurel and uh, Desiree getting at it next week, like I I can see her just going for Desiree. Mm. You know, I don't see her going after Desiree. Yeah. Because I feel like if she ever left the four, she would go after Wendell or Dom. Yeah, yeah. Like you would yeah, have right. to. Like if you're going to jump your core yeah. alliance, it better but that's be because what I'm you want to go if after. If she's not going to jump the, those four yet, oh, I see what you're saying. Then just okay. vote for uh, Desiree, and then when time comes, then vote for Wendell or then do your move. But I think Laurel's getting to the point where yeah. she's a little getting antsy and she wants to get out Wendell or Dom. I agree. So maybe they go at it and then she do- ends up working with Desiree. I'm really surprised that obviously Michael was in t- the intended target for tonight, but I'm surprised nobody brought up the whole girls versus guys yet. And they usually do every season yeah. of Survivor. Yeah. And there are a majority of girls. In yeah. this season, so I'm surprised, and they've been picking off the guys, and Michael would have been another one if he didn't have an idol. That's true. I'm surprised nobody has said, hey, let's us girls work together. And I'm surprised it's not Angela. But it or seems Laurel. like the girls are working together regardless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it I just mean, kind of falls. I mean, not really, because all the girls just voted out Libby, so... Well, all the rest of the girls, uh, right. aside from her. Per- yes, I understand. And they've, they've been wanting to get Libby out for a while. I mean, I just think that they see her as too much of a threat. But go after Laurel, then. I think Laurel's more of a threat than... Libby. I, I agree. I felt like Libby just had her, her looks and her charms. Right. Um, she wasn't really playing much of a social game, unfortunately, because yeah. I think she could have. She had that one vote at the beginning, though. I think she got scared. I think she was scared because she had, she saw, and she said it in tonight. She said, mm-hmm. the last, or four, it's been four separate tribal councils or three separate tribal councils where somebody's written my name down. Yeah. And I just felt like she was too timid or too afraid to make a move because 
if she did, it would just cause her to have her name written down even more. And that's true, yeah. Like, if you do think about it, she wasn't going to go home tonight. Yeah, she had her name written down, which sucks, but she wouldn't have gone home. Yeah. Maybe if she had made a big scene about it, they're like, uh-uh-uh. Yeah. You're done. You're yeah. done. You know. So, I mean... Anything on your your fantasy? Are you are you oh, excited about fantasy. your fantasy draft? So, um, Libby's gone on James. Yes. I'm still excited about Kellen. I mean... Angela's on my fantasy team. <laughs> I, I wasn't even excited about her until last week. Okay. Also have Jetta and Wendell. I mean, Wendell is, it, he's just, I mean, I love Wendell. I yes. think he's a great player, Like, but I think that he's kind of just going a little bit downhill from here. But mm-hmm. we see he still has an idol, which also he didn't play tonight, which I would have played if I was him. No, we forgot to mention that. We didn't even talk about Michael is the first player this season to actually play his idol correctly. Correctly. So, And I'm like, you know what? He was like, I was a little bit, par- he's like, maybe I'm just paranoid, but I'm going to play it. I'm like, Good, good for you. Good. Good for you. Because if you went home with that in your pocket, yes. I would die. Yeah, especially on Ghost Island. Oh, come like, on. You, never, you didn't reverse the curse. You just made it worse. Right. So he did a really good job playing his idol, which yeah. I'm happy about. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about the draft and everything with Survivor. Um, yeah, I'm excited about next week. Hopefully definitely. James feels better to join yeah, us. definitely. Well, you guys, everybody, that was Survivor Episode 9, The <laughs> Slugger in the Seashells, whatever the <laughs> name was. I can't even get it right because it's a tongue twister. But thank you, like we said before, everybody for joining us in the live chat. Make sure to give us a like, subscribe, let us know how we're doing on YouTube. We appreciate you guys so much. And I'm your host, Paige Bonato. And you guys can follow me on all social media at Paige Bonato. And I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. Thanks so much, you guys. We we'll will see you next week. See you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.